Hi, I'm Colleen Nelson, licensed therapist, trauma expert, and fellow badass woman ready to rise up right alongside you. This podcast, Let the Rest Burn, is for the woman who has ignored, attacked, or even silenced her inner voice because she thought it was broken and needed to be fixed. It's for the woman who is ready to rise up and fully step into her desire, her joy, her full power, and make the impact she was destined to make. For the woman who cannot stand one more second waiting, watching, and witnessing the world crumble and is ready to rebuild and expand into a better future. For a woman who is so done trying to fix the world, she decided to start with healing herself and she let the rest burn. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Let the Rest Burn. I'm Colleen Nelson, and I'm here to talk about a concept that I've been asked, I think at least, oh my goodness, a dozen times in the last couple of weeks. And I'm seeing a lot of people talk about this. So I want to talk about it because I think it's different for everybody. So this concept is what it means to do the work. I'm sure y'all have seen this everywhere. It's like the new phrase. And as therapists, I think we have a very different definition of what doing the work means (laughs) than most. But I think the coaching world's kind of catching on as well. And so I want to talk about that today. I want to talk about what does doing the work actually mean? You know, I've been very vulnerable and honest about my own personal process in the divorce and in my discovery of self and what I've had to burn. And I'm going to get vulnerable again, because I think that's the only way to do this. And I want to talk about what it means to do the work and what it means to fake doing the work, right? So here's the deal. There's information everywhere. Okay. There's information everywhere. We can read books. We can listen to podcasts. We can watch endless amounts of people talk about this on TikTok and Instagram. You can watch YouTube video after YouTube video. And it's wonderful that these people are out there sharing their expertise and their training and their experience. But doing the work is about you and yourself. It's about the relationship you have with yourself and the relationship you have with your own growth process and how you embody and apply the things that you are learning. And this is where things get tricky, okay? You can know how to do the work. You can know what the work is. You can be educated in every single bit of it and still not do the work. Because doing the work requires you to actually be with your body. It is not a thought. It is not a mental rearranging of belief systems. Doing the work is about being with your body, with your mind, with your spirit, with your heart, all at once. And from my perspective, doing the work means that you actually address your nervous system and look at how to therapeutically heal what has happened to your body, to your nervous system, to your brain. And let's talk about this, right? Because this is, this is where people get tripped up here a little bit. When we're talking about healing or doing the work, we're talking about becoming back to yourself and becoming an integrated whole person. 
We're talking about clearing traumas that no longer serve you, that have been stored in your body and in your brain and continue to disrupt your ability to be the person that you want to be. Doing the work requires digging into your past, but also being incredibly present with your reality. Being the parent you never had, being the healer that you've always wanted, being the partner that you crave. It's about showing up for yourself in the ways that nobody else is showing up for you. And we're not, we're not great at this, guys. <laughs> we're, not, we're not great at this one uh, because we all love to know what the work is. We all love to talk about the work. We all love to get excited about it. Well, it feels good. And then the second it feels uncomfortable or yucky, we go to the next thing. A big piece of doing the work that people are talking a lot about right now is the somatic component, including the body, including the body and the nervous system in the work itself. And this is huge, whether it's through breath work, yoga, EMDR, brain spotting. And now the newest fad, which isn't new at all and isn't a fad, plant medicine. So this is something that people are talking about quite a bit and wanting to utilize in order to clear their nervous system. I'm going to leave that conversation for another day, but I will say this, that there are so many different modalities in order to do the work, but you still have to actually do it. You have to actually sit with yourself. You you have to actually apply it to your day-to-day life. There's a lot of escapism in this, right? I can go to Bali and sit in an ashram for three months and do the work. But really when I come home and I reinvest in my life and my family and a partner and my friendships and my work, that is when I do the work. So I'm going to talk about a couple of these different concepts here because I really want to be clear that there is no one right path for this. But there is a manner of escapism that happens with this or intellectualization would be another word I would use where you're utilizing the knowledge to try and escape the feeling. So I want to invite you to really think about what does doing the work mean for you and what does it mean to actually check in with your physical body, the emotions, the experiences you have in life, what does it mean to actually fully integrate all the pieces of who you are into one beautiful, beautiful piece? And I think doing the work is a lifelong process. I think it's a commitment to returning back to this space over and over and over again. It's a commitment to not wanting to avoid what it means to grow and change and be the best version of yourself and break the patterns of previous generations who just didn't have the capacity, the tools, the resources to do the work. They were in survival, right? And survival requires you to be present so that you can live. But we're not in survival in the same way anymore. We're able to deepen into our consciousness and our contemplative thought in a way we haven't in centuries. So some of the ways I think it is good to get started on doing the work. I think you have to, number one, create a container for yourself. Create a space in your life where you actually can devote time, energy, and resources to this. 
this is why I think a lot of people sign up for programs or they sign up for retreats or they sign up for therapy because this is how they devote the time to this process. And that's, that's exactly it. However you best see fit, right? What does it mean for you to actually put time aside? I'm creating a container for this called I Choose Me. And it's a program that's going to consistently run month to month where people can join for monthly support or they can join for a year. But it's a place where we're going to commit to doing the work. We're going to show up and choose ourselves. We're going to do what we came here to do. And I'm going to lead from that space. And this is this is a program like no other. This is something I haven't launched before, but it is going to be incredibly powerful. And I'm providing access at so many different financial entry points because I want people to get the support they need. And I want us to all be accountable in a way that maybe we've never been accountable before. So how you show up and do your work is up to you. But let's do it. It changes generations. It changes all of the opportunities that you have in your life moving forward. Committing to yourself is such a powerful, powerful experience. And it opens up the world to a better, more aligned version of you. So I'm here for it. I'm here to do the work. I'm going to lead the way. I'm going to continue to show up. Because for a long time, I pretended, right? So so here's the vulnerable share here at the end. I pretended. I pretended that I did the work. And I think I pretended because that's what I thought a professional should do. And especially in my 20s, when I was working in you know community mental health and I was working in uh, eating recovery center, you know, I, I knew the stuff, right? Like I knew the stuff. I, I showed up and I could talk, talk. But oh, when I went home, y'all, I did not walk that walk. I made decision after decision that betrayed myself over and over and over again. I self-sacrificed. I settled for scraps. I did all the very things that I would tell every single client not to do because I hadn't done the work. It's not that I didn't love myself. It's that I didn't know how. I didn't know how to do it. And I had to slow it down and really, really, really dig in. And (laughs) the universe pretty much presented every opportunity that you could possibly imagine for me to continue to learn this lesson. And I just needed a signier sign because I wasn't listening. And there are little moments along the way for me where I made big transformations big painful moments because I love to learn the hard way. There are these moments where I knew in every ounce of my being that the decision I was making was going to be really rough down the road, that it was not going to be long-term success. But in that moment, it's what I wanted. And I gave in to that impulse because I couldn't bear the thought of saying no I couldn't bear the thought of being alone. I couldn't bear the thought of missing out because I really deeply feared not getting what I wanted. And that that sounds selfish, but it, it's, it's different than that. It's this idea of, I didn't even believe that hope was real. 
that if I didn't grab the scraps I had in front of me, I'd be left with absolutely nothing. And that aching loneliness and that pain that comes from that was unbearable. Little did I know that aching loneliness and the pain that comes from that is the very thing that would set me free and give me access to all the love instead of the scraps of love that I was settling for. It always comes back to the relationship with yourself. It's, it's a full circle every single time. And that's the lesson I continue to learn. No matter how much I tried to be okay with settling for scraps, I always ended up back at a place where I had nothing but me, my spirit, myself. And I had to sit in the shit and love myself through it. And that's the work, y'all. That's the work. And I return here with you, sitting in it, loving myself through it, being here with myself, and trying very hard to continue to learn the very difficult lessons I refuse to learn. For me, my lessons are now about providing my own stability, my own foundation, my own protection and sense of safety. It's about showing up for myself in the ways that I really didn't for so many years. And this is where it starts. This is where we begin. So I'm excited to begin with you. Let's do the work. Let's do it together. If you want to join my container, I will be launching it August 1st. And I'm here every step of the way because it's time. It's time for us to really commit to choosing me. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate every single second that you chose to set aside for you and the impact that you're going to have on the world today. To be inspired, to be seen, and to hold space starts with the very actions we take with ourselves. Look at the show notes for more information. Like and subscribe and share with friends if you feel inspired to. And as always, let the rest burn. Burn.